PTJ is the bottom line. The bottom line is a translation of study findings for application to clinical practice. It is not intended to substitute for a critical reading of the research article. The following bottom line was written by Dr. Susan Perry and summarizes the article titled Use of the Berg Balance Scale for Predicting Multiple Falls in Community-Dwelling Elderly People, a Prospective Study by Muir S.W., Berg K., Chesworth B., Speechley M., Volume 88, April 2008. There is clear evidence that treatment of modifiable risk factors can reduce the risk for falls in community-dwelling elderly people. Therefore, it is critical to accurately identify those at risk. Although originally developed to assess balance, the Berg Balance Scale is now frequently used in research and practice to evaluate fall risk. Some studies have suggested that people with a Berg Balance Scale score of less than or equal to 45 out of 56 are at risk for falls. Muir and colleagues wanted to evaluate this dichotomous use of the scale more closely using a prospective method and a variety of statistical tests. In particular, they evaluated the scale's predictive ability for three types of fall outcomes in community-dwelling elders. The three types of outcomes were any fall, greater than or equal to one fall, multiple falls, greater than or equal to two falls, and injurious falls. Participants were a random sample of 187 community-dwelling elderly people with a mean age of about 80 years. 65% were men. This was a subgroup of a larger sample that participated in the Project to Prevent Falls in Veterans at the University of Western Ontario. What new information does this study offer? In this sample, the cutoff Berg balance scale value of 45 did not adequately identify most of the future fallers. Falls occurred frequently among people with scores above 45. The risk for falling did increase as raw scores decreased. For the any fall outcome and for the injurious falls outcome, risk increased with scores of 45 to 49, and risk increased progressively as scores declined. For the multiple falls outcome, there was an increased risk with scores of 40 to 44, with a marked increase in risk for scores less than 40. Study participants received a comprehensive geriatric assessment that included the Berg Balance Scale. Prospective information on daily falls was then collected for a year using monthly mail-in fall calendars. Individuals who indicated a fall in a given month were interviewed by telephone about the specifics of the fall, including whether the fall resulted in an injury requiring a visit to a physician. The results were analyzed to determine whether the less than or equal to 45 scale cutoff score accurately predicted the occurrence of the three fall outcome categories. Raw scores were similarly examined. This enabled an analysis of the Berg balance scale as a dichotomous versus a continuous scale. How might these results be applied to physical therapist practice? In clinical practice, it is tempting to determine fall risk by using the Berg balance scale as a dichotomous scale. The authors remind us that, as with many things, this is an overly simplistic view of falls. The causes of falls are multifactorial, and balance impairment might or might not be a contributing factor in any given event. Based on the results of this study, clinicians should not use a Berg balance scale score of less than 45 as an imaginary bar above which fall risk is nil and below which fall risk is significant. It is logical, however, to interpret fall risk 
as increasing as a score becomes lower. The Berg balance scale was especially discriminative for the multiple falls outcome, and the authors recommend this as the outcome of interest when using the scale to evaluate future fall risk. Finally, clinicians should also consider the other well-documented risks for falls when screening a client. Limitations. This work was part of a larger intervention study that provided fall prevention information to some of the subjects. If those recommendations were followed and were successful, perhaps fewer falls occurred than would have otherwise. This study, therefore, might underestimate the predictive ability of the Berg balance scale. The results might not be generalizable to the broad population of older adults because the subjects volunteered to participate in a fall prevention study. In addition, although this sample was relatively large, the number of subjects with injurious falls and multiple falls was small. Large studies with more fall events are needed to fully evaluate the Berg balance scale scores. In addition, future research must evaluate risk in multiple domains, given that a typical client has multiple factors contributing to fall risk and to falls themselves.